Welcome back to another installment of Because It Relates. This week, I'm just going to quickly recite a verse from a song, Because It Relates. Come home late. It seems you barely beat the sun, tapping my shoulder, thinking you gonna get you some, smelling like some fragrance Mm. that I don't even wear. So if you want some loving, where you gotta go? I suggest you go back there. Thank you. Thank you. Did that one. I just I just listened to that song uh yesterday. (laughs) Shout out to uh Miss Sunshine for that masterpiece. Yeah, and it was very appropriate for this movie. So, Sydney, what did we watch this week? This week, we tuned into Stock Option, released 2015, written and directed by a fave of the New Chitlin Circuit, Mr. Mark Harris, starring the incomparable Tasha Smith, Amin Joseph, Antonique Smith, Aaron D. Spears, and Todd Anthony. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to the New Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we review a Black independent or low-budget movie just for who? Just for y'all. All All right now, you jive turkeys. Uh (laughs) Huh? My bad. I be trying not to interrupt me. What? I've been in a 70s kind of mood lately, so I thought it would be fun. You know, let's let's switch up the decade. All right. But take it away, I sucker. Was, <laughs> I was, I was going to say suckers and jive turkey, so I'm going to run it back. Right, you <laughs> you want to retake that? <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You have your creative agency, friend. Do you? Do you? All right. Now, you suckers and jive turkeys and cool cats. <laughs> Alexis, please. Because it's what you're doing is completely optional, Sydney. The movie's not set in the 70s. Nothing about the episode is about the 70s. This is something you're adding. <laughs> and it's absurd. <laughs> and someone out there is going to enjoy it. And I just don't understand why. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <clears throat> All right, you suckers and job turkeys and cool cats and kittens out there. You know how we do every week on the new Chitlin Circuit. We start the episode off with our 60-second challenge. Sponsored. Go ahead, look at yourself. Yeah, it's you. Sponsored by you. We really appreciate y'all for tuning in, supporting the show every single week. While I have you, go ahead and leave a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. All right. Alexis, number one job, Turkey. Are you ready to explain? (laughs) Explain the plot of stock option in 60 seconds or less. Show enough. Show you right. There you go. Get with the theme. <laughs> Why did, you didn't tell me this was a theme. Oh, my okay. bad. Come on. Take me away, sister girl. <laughs> All right. Let's hit it. All right. So there is a woman named Alina in Atlanta who is friends with a woman named Latanja. Um, and... Alina is dating a famous actor um, who's a playboy. He's a professional gaslighter. He's Mm -hmm. no good. He's a cheater. He's bad. Mm -hmm. He is cute, but he's bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And in the, like in the mix while she's in that relationship, she, there's this um, 
person experiencing homelessness i live in dc i'm pc um mm-hmm. who is you know always outside when she was around named i forget marv marvelous and she ends up like hanging out with him bringing him in and falling in love with him and this is a story about him getting back on his feet and her exploring this very unconventional romance how'd i do you did good seven seconds to spare right. go ahead you live to Thank see you. another week Whew. i'm just relieved all right <laughs> so now that y'all know what happened in the movie we are going to get on into our general thoughts on stock options Before we get into the review, I uh, want to take the time to read a lovely Apple podcast review we got from Dimps96. It's a five-star review, says, new favorite, get into it. I've been binging the podcast and hollering for hours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sid and Lex know how to review a movie from the rooter to the tutor. This sounds like a southerner. This sounds like Where my is this person. person from? From the rooter <laughs> to the tutor. <laughs> I love that. And and still keep it funny and captivating. It's like hanging out with your favorite movie buffs. Oh, how nice. Um, sometimes I like to watch the movie and join the convo. Other times I'll let them tell the story and paint a picture of exactly what type of movie we're getting into. Either way, I like to line a few of them up so the party doesn't end after 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Come for the movie reviews. Stay for Lex's 60-second challenge and Sid's mini-segments. I can't believe people actually... <laughs> <laughs> I, they really like y'all really like when Sydney does that shit. Yes. I know what the, I'm a woman of the people. They know, I know what the people want. I don't be knowing what's going on when we when we record it. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you very much uh Dimps96. Um we appreciate you listening and as always, we we love to hear from you guys. So, if you like the show, go ahead and leave a review and we'll read it on the episode. All right. Let's get back to the show. So, Sydney, what did you think of stock options? I'm so glad you asked. Um, This movie was my pick. So um, do with that info what you want. Uh, But anyway, I actually really like this movie. It it was an easy watch Um, for me, at least. I'm a big fan of Tasha Smith. I feel like I have said that on the show. they proved they were different people they was in the room together at the same time we all saw the video and all all them deep fakes of tom cruise and you believe that (laughs) you believe anything sydney so no no that was dim i believe it i believe it anyway um i like the movie I'm, i'm a fan of tasha smith i'm also a pretty big fan of amin joseph he is uh currently on Snowfall. I don't know if you watch Snowfall, but he's really good on that. He's um Lil Franklin's uncle on Snowfall. But overall, I think like it was an easy watch. It was funny. Um it was set in Atlanta and I liked how it was it was set in Atlanta and it felt like it was in Atlanta. You know stuff be set in Atlanta and it's just clearly on a sound stage somewhere. Yeah. And it just yeah. they'll show like the skyline, but you they actually filmed throughout Atlanta, which was great to see. Mm-hmm. Um so I like the movie. Um and can't wait to talk more about it. What did you think? about stock options Mm -hmm. well i will pick up right where you left off um i one of my notes is that i love mark harris's atlanta 
And like, mm-hmm. this is, we reviewed My First Love, which was a movie from him. And this is an earlier one. My First Love was more recent. But yeah. in Mark Harris's Atlanta, everyone lives in a craftsman close to downtown, <laughs> which is like the optimal way to live in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> Instead true. of what's actually true, which is like everyone living in late 90s and early 2000s subdivisions out like. <laughs> in Lithonia, the- shout out to the my hood. Exactly. Out in DeKalb and uh, Cobb County and like <laughs> Gwinnett and stuff. I just. I, I love the way um, Atlanta life seems in his movies. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my first note. Second thing, I thought it was a little cheesy, but I did like it. Once again, I'm a Mark Harris stan, so I'm not going to have very neg- like very many negative things to say. And when I'm biased in a movie review, I, I just say that up top. And I am <laughs> certainly biased, and everybody knows that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to get into it. The only thing, the only one singular thing that you know is not my favorite thing about the movie is is just uh the there's a little there's a little bit of classism and like exceptionalism uh, about the way the movie looks at homelessness um though it's not the worst thing in the world um because it does have a human approach it's not like you know no one's demonized or treated like a monster or anything but it's it's not necessary it doesn't it conflict with my communist views. <laughs> so other than that though, I, I did really like the movie. All right. Well, now that we know how we, how we feeling about it, let's get on. Let's walk through some of these scenes here on the new chitlin circuit. we like to start with the opening scene. So in this first scene, we're at a photo shoot and we're seeing, you know, these power women, you know, we like power women in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Latanja played by Tasha Smith is, uh, seems like she's like the creative director or like the stylist on, on set of a photo shoot or something. Yeah. I think she's like the creative director who also runs a PR firm, which is commonplace in all like movies we've seen so far if it's like a powerful boss lady yeah. except for that movie with Kyla Pratt she was like a financier all the other movies with boss ladies they be in PR yeah PR real estate authoress that's it <laughs> those are the three you know we gotta shake it up when, when we make a movie we gotta have a power woman that's like uh something just off the wall something <laughs> runs a strip club Ooh, like that. that could Write be that good down. Yeah. That. <laughs> Write that down. So we're on set and we're seeing uh Latanja running things and her friend, they're you know, they're of the age where they call each other girlfriends. So her girlfriend comes mm-hmm. in and, <laughs> and her man is there as well. And this is where we see right off bat that this nigga ain't shit. No good. And we should have known because this uh the actor, Todd Anthony, I don't want I hope you're not being typecast, brother, but he was also in a movie we reviewed season one. Always a bridesmaid. When we're in the first ten minutes of the movie, he gets angrily caught cheating. Oh, angrily ever. That's what it was. Angrily. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my fault. Similar. Child. Similar. Similar. Yeah. Angrily ever after, he gets caught in the first five to ten minutes of the movie cheating on his uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. Similar thing going on here. Very much so. That's all. He, that's all they have him doing is cheating and lying in these movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to the point where if I saw him in an indie where he was the good guy, I just wouldn't trust it, and I probably right. wouldn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be. You play. You like, play mm-hmm. bad so good, Mister Todd. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> so he's flirting with the receptionist, and we're like, "Who okay. I want to call out is shout out to my girl Shamia from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's the receptionist." Oh. So, oh. I mean, she, that was her. She only literally said five words, a lot of, mm, 
okay, that's crazy. <laughs> and then the scene kind of ended, but she she looked great, so it was fine. Yeah. Thank you, Sydney. This is why I love hosting this podcast with you because you be having the tie-ins. I don't be knowing. <laughs> and that that's maybe that's also a Mark Harris uh staple because in my first love, Miss Quad, Miss Quad was in that. <laughs> so maybe he just oh likes to God. sprinkle in a reality star. Wow, he he really he's in the know. Um mm-hmm. For the, like, you know the what? Pop and Atlanta girls. We're early in the episode, and usually I save like direct commentary for um the filmmaker actors. Usually I save that for the end, but I'm gonna put it up top because we've already done one of your movies, Mr. Harris. Mm-hmm. I wanna hang out. I wanna talk. <laughs> I wanna talk film. Let's let's build. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> I wanna I wanna hang out. I like I'm not, I'm not I'm not from Atlanta, I'm from Decatur. I could take you down, you know, well the Krispy Kreme clothes <laughs> right now. But you know, yeah. we can go down my way, get some get some burgers or something. I'm nice. We can, <laughs> you know, so if you're listening, hit us up. Hit us up. I like to chill. Definitely. Thank you. I'm very familiar with the Stonecrest Mall area. Uh you know, if, if you <laughs> If you're ever around there, uh, let me know. Not you asking him to have a business lunch at Arizona's at the Stonecrest. <laughs> Not even the damn North Lake Mall, way out in Stonecrest. Stone, that's five minutes from the house, Stonecrest. <laughs> go there. Well, Mr. Harris, if you want to meet somewhere more central, <laughs> we can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good for a North Lake Mall or perimeter. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> thanks for letting me put that earlier in the episode, Sydney. Mm-hmm. That was fine. <laughs> so that's the first thing we learned about Reggie, who is played by Todd Anthony, is that he ain't shit. And mm-hmm. Latonja is she's kind of she's given us classic Tasha Smith. Like this is you can't buy this type of personality. <laughs> My favorite fun fact about Tasha Smith is that she she is a true method actress and she does not break character for an entire time near filming a movie. So this is who she is embodying uh, for however long they're on set and whatever else. So she is really in this character for however many weeks, months, etc. That's, that's real talent right there. Uh, Miss Smith and you, you be killing it. And it's always funny. I just great actress. It's great. Now, this character she's playing, the Latanja, <laughs> is not really a friendly lady. Um, they not. step outside of the shoot, and up comes Marv, um, who is mm-hmm. who's homeless. He he's got on his tattered clothes, and you know, but he's clearly, um, you know, how there are like folks uh, without homes who they just be around the same spot, so you see him a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, you you become acquainted, and you know the guy. So right. this is kind of the relationship they have. And he's like, hey, you know, spare a couple of dollars. How y'all doing today, ladies? And Latanja mm-hmm. is laying it, just laying in on this brother. Laying his ass out. <laughs> yeah. Like wouldn't let up at all. Just straight classism. Like not even. I feel like the first, he come up, he goes, oh, here go his broke ass. It was a lot yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's, 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 I need a stronger word than redundant, but. That whatever that word is, it's that to call mm-hmm. a homeless person broke because it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <bruh. It's true. laughs> like I feel like you have to have a certain amount of money to be broke. Like I feel like you have right, to, right, right. It, it doesn't feel applicable. You gotta be. But, you can rub some pennies together. You just broke. Like, exactly. You don't got exactly. no pennies to rub. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when we see Marvelous come up, he's not like a. You could tell there's something a little special about him. You could tell that he's like uh the different the movie's trying to tell us that he's different because mm-hmm. you know 
he's being gentle or whatever. He's he's taking the jokes like a champ, but he yep. does want that five dollars up out of y'all though. And his beard <laughs> is still perfectly um edged up. His little yeah. goatee. Uh, That's to true be too. a homeless man, he he, they threw some dirt and stuff on him, but he he's, yeah. he kept his beard intact. Yeah, and <laughs> I maybe they um because when you're shooting an indie movie, you want to keep the budget now. Maybe they were shooting in a short amount of time, and he didn't have time mm. to like come with his beard long Get so scruffy. that they could, yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, I did think the uh the <laughs> production designer. Maybe overdid it a little bit with the clothes being torn, just a like bit. how cheap, because yeah. like just given how cheap um, a t-shirt is at the Goodwill, <laughs> and I, if you walk in with holes in your shirt, I'm positive they will just give you one. <laughs> it's true. He looked like a um like a a chimney sweep because he was like covered yeah. in soot. So it was that already look, kind of lets you know he he's down on hard times because he's covered in black stuff and the tattered clothing just it really took it to the next level so yeah they probably could have dialed back like one or the other bit. he don't have to be covered and <laughs> <in>, like cold <laughs> yeah actually did yeah. you know my friend um and our listeners because i know you know at some point someone's got to be interested in my you know long career that was actually my debut um role mm. as a chimney sweep at the avondale <laughs> elementary school uh theater wow <laughs> Yeah. Is it on your IMDb page? Um, it it I I don't think uh, I have one. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, are you are you in SAG? Do you have a SAG uh, card? Um, well, Ooh. it wasn't on the screen. It it wasn't. I was a, sta- a stage actor. Um, oh God! So you're not in a union? I, I'm not union. No. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I'm just Baby I'm steps. just letting you know a fun fact. Someone's gonna dig through you know to find the lore. The new Chitlin Circuit lore. <laughs> but he was looking like me in the seventh grade. Chimney sweep, tattered clothes. <laughs> so for some reason, you know, we get taken back to, well, we get taken along with Alina, where she's at home sitting with Reggie, and they're having a conversation. And the only note I have on this is that, one, he is a professional gaslighter. He's literally cheating yes. on her and making her just, uh like, question everything she sees and hears even though she is right you're cheating on her you're and che- the only other note she walked up behind you and you were flirting with the receptionist in yes. front of her face yes that, well, brother you cheating yes <laughs> you are not a stand-up guy so before i realized that he was an actor when he mentioned that he had movies i thought he was a, a director or a producer and mm. I my notes I was so upset with him because he was going on and on about why he's not gonna marry her right now because the box office numbers do better when he's single and I was like boy you is so wrong Tyler Perry is the least fuckable black man in America like I have never met anybody who has said you know who I want right Tyler Perry (laughs) (laughs) and it's not because he's ugly it's just we met him in a dress well Sydney well I'm gonna say I don't know, like phase two. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna. I'm putting a fact out here. Like phase two and a half to three of quarantine, the girls are really, you know, losing it. And they they had that photo of Tyler and his little biker shorts on that trail. They were going crazy uh, with that beard he had on. So I was like, oh, okay, girls, it's Mr. Perry. But and know, this is that's, why that's what they're doing. This is why fat phobia has to stop because. <laughs> All it was is that 
he had trimmed down a little bit and got some muscles. He's still Tyler fucking Perry. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that was like the only time I've seen black people do the white people thing. Where like, white people, like for a white girl to be cute, she just has to be skinny. Ooh, <laughs> like damn. Um, what's that boy named Adam Driver? Oh, he is not cute, but the girls go crazy over him. Yeah, I and it. I just hate that because, or even like Chris Pratt, like that's he just lost weight. It wasn't like he just is yeah. fine. And isn't he, uh, you know, a Trumper? Quiet as it's kept, allegedly. But, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I was my whole train of thought with that because I didn't hear that he was an actor. I thought he was a producer. I was like, don't nobody women ain't lining up to fuck Will Packer. They don't even know who they Will not. Packer is. They just want to see the movie. <laughs> and I realized, oh wait, he's a he's an actor. <laughs> he's an actor, but he's still wrong though because like, look at Denzel. Him and Paulette have been together for thirty plus years. Everybody yep. knew Denzel was married, and he's yep. fine. But people are still packing out theaters to see Denzel. And he is going home to Pauletta. Really what regiment is that he's insecure. Because if you find enough, mm-hmm. women are still lust after you. It don't exactly. they don't need they don't need to know that they can fuck you. Look at LeBron. Like <laughs> Hello. Look at Hello. uh Namdi Asimwa, uh oh. Miss Washington's husband. I'm sorry. I knew we wasn't gonna get through <laughs> I knew we wasn't gonna get through very many episodes before you expressed found some way to bring him up and he's he's like your boy of the boy of the month right now yes he is anyway you know if you really got the sauce you ain't got to worry about that that's why reggie was full of shit Mm -hmm. he didn't have it like that he clearly because reggie wasn't clearly doing box office numbers anyway that's what it told Mm -hmm. me and he thinking that him playing the single playboy card was really going to keep make him popping but no sir people like good people too and you know if you was come out and show you know this is my wife love her but you still fine mm-hmm. i am more likely to want to support you now look at yeah. sterling cray brown and ryan michelle Bathay. boom look boom at and i got another Perfect mara example. brock tie-in right here and this is really the one this is the one i should have started with mara brock mm. tie-in joan carol clayton's boyfriend aaron oh yeah did the same the same type <laughs> of shit you was just a b-level actor no not aaron pre- ellis Aaron Ellis. was the army vet. Aaron was the nice. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Ellis. He was the one she was going to marry. Yeah. Aaron was the only reasonable man she ever dated. Yeah. <laughs> Ellis, who was the actor who was my least favorite man he, she ever dated, that mm-hmm. uh, like pretending that he had to make all of these changes in his life to like, like sell more movies or whatever. And it's like, bro, like, let me, in, let me quote my favorite philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit is not hot, man, if niggas not buying. It's not rocket science. <laughs> That's Gucci? I don't know who that is. Oh, oh my God, no. <sighs> Let's cancel the show. <laughs> <laughs> who did you just quote? <laughs> that was J. Cole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought, for some reason, my mind fouled that under Nicki Minaj. That's a very Nicki Minaj line to say. Yeah, I, I could see her saying that. Damn. Oh, wow. God. Not you confused Jermaine <laughs> with the Queen Onika, and that's that's some deep cut shit. That that is like oh. his second mixtape. That's not even like album shit. That's stuff from like twelve years ago. I'm so ashamed. Well, that, that can count, I guess, but it's it's not Onika though. Guys, I'm not a J Cole fan. Don't move <laughs> me in like with that. Let's keep moving fast. So yep. Alina ends up in a situation. She got mugged <laughs> walking through a, a, a alley. Ooh, that's scary. 
very scary. But who's there to save her? Marvelous. Marvelous. <laughs> mm-hmm. So of course, you know, she does the right thing because he did the right thing. Takes him uh takes lets him walk her home. And mm-hmm. also shout out to Mark Harris's Atlanta where people walk home. Walk home. Um, right. Because like <laughs> there's no way she lived that close to the alley where she was mugged in. Uh, mm-hmm. where she wouldn't have to drive home. But it's okay. In, in the MHU Mark Harris universe, I'm gonna let it slide. <gasps> That is high marks from us to get a universe <laughs> acronym in the MHU. Um, he should do that. <laughs> um, he walks, Marvelous walks her home. And of course she invites him in and says, come on, you know, come take a shower because you covered in dirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, you can wear some of Reggie's clothes and it's fine. We can have a meal or whatever. Um, and as soon as he sat down on that couch with them fresh clothes on and then lightened his little beard up. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, hell, she finna cuff this po' nigga. Yeah. Yeah, she <laughs> Here is. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize this was going to be a romance movie. I thought this was going to be, like, somebody scheming or trying to come up or something. I didn't know this was going to be oh, about a love like, story. Oh, like, you thought it was going to be, like, some Wolf of Wall Street stuff, stock option, like, something, like, which actually would have been cool. Yeah, um, because but- when you look at the cover, it's four people on the cover, and the front two people is Latanja and Alina, not Alina mm. and Marvelous. That's true. So it's like, mm, yeah, I probably would have thought I just looking at the the art for the movie, I think it's probably like some kind of a buddy romance type situation, but maybe dealing with money yeah. of some sort because it's four of them. So I'm thinking, OK, two couples and they get into some mess. Maybe they hit it big on a, on some stock they brought or something. I don't know. Yeah. I I I thought so too. I thought it would be more yeah. of a friend movie or something, and the romance be the B plot. Mm-hmm. But the romance is the main plot, and yeah. this is when I realized it <laughs> when he came out looking all good. You know, yeah. side note: this is also one of your favorite movies. Um, he, uh, Broadman was, um, Juicedor's husband in Sister Code. Yes, he was. I was gonna bring that up because he had to in that movie after Juicedor dies. And the baby don't got no mama. He oh had to step God. in and and then really, you know, do that. So it was, it was beautiful anyway. And he has I'm to put up emotional. Cra- imagine, I can't imagine trying to marry somebody and they sisters is Amber Rose and Eva Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into this family. Yeah. So now we kicking off into um, what it's going to be in the movie. We're going to see how, you know, get his backstory and mm-hmm. clearly see her take him in and take him on where were you at with it here because clearly this is where both of our perceptions of the movie changed about the plot yeah i was i was still in it here but what i did want to know more about uh which we get into kind of later was his backstory and how he became homeless but also like is she really just gonna let him live up in her house for the rest of this movie like i understand you know like acts of kindness and wanting to help somebody who's been down bad for a while, but he's only been, you know, nice and kind and friendly to you. So you assume he won't bring any harm if you welcome him into your home. But it didn't, this part of the movie didn't seem that realistic to me because I'm not just going, I am a small Not a man. I'm not just going to bring no man up in my uh, home and let him shower, a man that I do not know, let him shower or whatever and then give him a place to stay where I lay my head every night. That, Leave my door open safe. for him, and sh- I would never do that. Yeah, that is, that's not safe. 
Um, so that threw me for a loop, but because it's in this like romantic worldview, you know, I, I could let it go. But realistically, that's just not something that I would ever do. Yeah, or most women this, I think would do. This is where, like, wait, let me see. This is where I think some the one thing that could have helped my viewing of the movie could have been mm-hmm. changed. The title and and promotion of the movie could have been clearer like it could have mm. because the movie is hyperbolic it's hyperbolic romantic universe stuff like you're saying like it's yeah you have to suspend your belief in this this is they're doing romance stuff the same way you have to suspend your belief about people running through the airport even though you never see nobody run through the airport <laughs> like the way right, you get right. tackled in Hartsfield Jackson <laughs> I would have liked the title and like promotional poster of the movie to hint at the fact that it's a like mushy fairy mm-hmm. tale kind of romance um because right, i didn't right. expect that so when i did see her do that i was like well why would you do that like what right mm-hmm. and he got too comfortable he put that do-rag on and stuff like now wait a minute yeah, now, you gotta put my man do-rag, do-rag. right because right it was reggie's do-rag because reggie had 360s <laughs> he did oh wow. oh girl you let reggie go you're gonna let another man wear your man's do-rag you don't want to be with him <laughs> cut it I, off sydney you've known me you've known me since i was 18 years old like you've like in, in this part of our friendship mm-hmm. and you've never seen me cuss nobody out but mm-hmm. <laughs> never because yeah. it's just i it takes so much and i, I just really don't do that mm-hmm. if i was dating somebody seriously we've been together Mm -hmm. and i come home and another dyke is in my (laughs) do-rag everybody's all type of bitches in there (laughs) oh yeah no alexis imagine the way i'm calling somebody uh because i have made a wrong turn if i show up in my home and there is a woman (laughs) In my that's, bonnet? Worse. that's worse. That's <laughs> worse. Oh Your bonnet, that's In my worse. Bonnet? Oh, it's over for everybody. <laughs> Don't let her be done stretched it out. She got some braids oh. or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse than like somebody wearing your house shoes or like like that's I have never awful. had to physically fight anybody in my life. That will be the first time I, I actually I am the one who's I'm asking you to fight me. I'm squaring up with you. I'm taking my shoes off. I got I I have rubber bands somewhere I didn't even know. I'm greased <laughs> up. I'm ready to go. Because how dare you? And I'm fighting both of y'all. Because one, who is this bitch? Yeah, Two, she got on my bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> and three, have you lost your mind? Did you not think I was coming home? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. We really need to move off of this scene because it's making both of us upset. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I'm getting so upset thinking about that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my direct with the flap out Ooh. <laughs> so we're, this is what's happening now she's let him in the house and they're kind of on a you know he's she, he, she's got him on an open door basis come anytime you want he's coming and going mm-hmm. as he pleases he got keys now, to the house she gave him keys to her like to a car crazy to me her, her escalate yeah <laughs> whoa now mm. next scene I don't necessarily get this subplot like i don't really get it but it's cute because this actor aaron spears Mm -hmm. he's very funny (laughs) he's so (laughs) funny and i i love this because he didn't really get to 
like his funny moments on Me and Mary Jane were good, but he didn't really like his. It, the show's not a humorous show, um, right? right. <laughs> he didn't and, get to really stretch that on Be and Mary Jane. Yeah. Yes. So thank you, Mark Harris, for uh, giving me a <laughs> giving me a, a way to see him do this. <laughs> He's got on this like Southern accent, like a Chrisley knows best type of <laughs> like drawl, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> he's their financial planner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's in a because at first he said he was an accountant when because I'm your accountant, you know. Then he goes, I'm your financial planner. But what got me is the one quote he says because y'all know gratitude is a new attitude. Uh, I gotta I write said, that down. <laughs> right, gratitude no. is the new attitude. <laughs> the year was like 2000 and maybe 2004 four or five and my mom first heard the phrase your attitude your your attitude determines your altitude <laughs> and my sister my uh, one of my older sisters happened to be a sassy teenager at that time <laughs> I was just in elementary school I didn't have an attitude um she did though mm-hmm. and so I swear like at least twice a day my mom was <laughs> Your attitude <laughs> determines your altitude. So, it's just I'm a southerner and I love catchphrases. <laughs> so I just really connected with this character because um, I also connect with my mom about now in later years. When I was a kid, that shit was not funny, but mm-hmm. <laughs> in later yeah. years, we we both love a catchphrase. Love you have an attitude. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, determines your altitude. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that poster too, because it was like a, a ski poster, like yeah. uh, your attitude determines your altitude, but that was like in elementary and middle school classrooms. And it used to get on my nerves because like, Ugh, okay, I get it. But like, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. I know I'm 10, but I can have a bad day. I can so, have a bad day. It's okay. And relax. have you considered the fact that you're getting on my nerves? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about get out your planner. I need to write a note. Write a note to who? It's my planner. Let's jump forward a few scenes. Because um, this mm-hmm. romance is kind of slow building and we're seeing him definitely gain more confidence and like yep. feel more in himself. And we've already found out that his fall into homelessness actually was from um, some you know, insider trading scandal at his farm when he was a, he was a real estate broker, mm-hmm. stock broker yep. or something like that. And he was a whistleblower. He did the right thing and he ended up being ousted and homeless. Yeah. And that's yeah. tough. Uh, it's just messed that's up. really tough. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, you know, one of the nice things that he gets to do, um, um, Alina invites him to a party and she, you know she she gets him a suit and so does Latanja weirdly she started mm-hmm. being all she she kind of like said look at yeah Latanja said oh he done cleaned up shaked up his beard <laughs> real good got the soot yeah. off him oh I got look at him go she got him yeah. a, what an Armani suit she said, I'm, I'm gonna throw some cash <laughs> down that's another callback tomorrow Brock uh, loosely and in mm. Moesha and also in yeah. the Parkers. And oh, her like, influence. Shout out to Mara. What a She's career. so influential. She's literally like, just pervasive yeah. in black culture. Um, Armani suits were all the rage like in that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that has to be a, like a nod to something because an Armani suit is not. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's expensive and it's nice. But like. It doesn't a, hold the same weight. Yeah. As it used to. It's very yeah. specific. And like the brand of a suit 
after a certain point, as long as you buy a quality wool suit and you get it tailored for your body, the brand mm-hmm. of it is not so like men aren't like, you know, like what who are you wearing? Like it's just if you find the one in the right, right, like, right. colors that look good for you and your tailor gets it to fit you right and it's good wool, it doesn't really matter like who designed it. I think it. that's a call back to to our um angrily ever after review. It's that seems like a very Gen X thing to ah. call out like how chocolate covered strawberries <laughs> You know, it was yeah. <laughs> the, the ultimate, the the pentulment, sexiest thing you could ever do for a woman. But in our, um, a black man in a, in an Armani suit, that's mm-hmm. hot for yeah. like Gen X. Because <laughs> in my opinion, Armani suits and the suits of like, granted, you know, different ones, different you know, season. You know, Armani Giorgio steps out with some fresh stuff. I can't keep up. Mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm just a lowly. I buy my suits from the mall, <laughs> so I'm just I don't know I don't know nothing, but. Um, black men's frames tend to be more prominent. Like if if you're a slender mm. guy, like if you're a Lakeith Stanfield, those type of suits fit you fine. Like yeah, like yeah. a Hugo Boss, like that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I don't think those that style of suit is very like European, if you will. Yeah, really you school me. Us. I don't know anything about um suits. I yeah. just know they be looking good. Yeah, you know I'd be haberdashing. Anyway, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> at this party the only thing the, the important thing at the party is that now we run into his ex-fiance marvelous's ex-fiance sabrina um mm. and they never got closure he just ran out after he lost everything which is understandable yeah but it's also like not understandable because if she's your fiance mm-hmm. like you you loved this person enough to continue your life legally through through marriage she's gonna run out like let me know what's going on because clearly sabrina is still like living a good life like y'all could have been okay and if they live in atlanta i'm positive um from what i learned watching the tpu watching tyler perry's movies when Mm -hmm. you're homeless in atlanta your family always sees you (laughs) right (laughs) that's That's what i learned from tyler perry like especially if you live like centrally like downtown like you live in midtown yeah like, yeah. like so they true. gonna see you <laughs> what was yeah. uh tyler perry's uh his wife's name in um diary of a mad black mama who they always saw around town her name was yeah. deborah debbie that's what it was deborah <laughs> fucking deborah yeah and yeah. you know what we should do i should do i gotta write this idea down we should take a look at all the black movies where a kid want to sing and the parent won't let him because we have so many movies like that and like really what it, is that like some just old like christianity shit like from back when singing I think so, just cause wasn't secular music why you want to mm-hmm. go out in the world and do that like that whole trip? yeah i should take a look at that we need to start with yeah, sparkle in but this yeah, christmas uh-huh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. and of course mama i want to sing mama i want to sing there we yes. <laughs> sierra yeah. was in that wasn't she there are several versions of mama i want to sing oh the one i'm talking about got sierra in it i'll have to look that up i have to see if that's on tubi um it might be (laughs) shout out to tubi sponsor us um (laughs) so we see that and now we get this b plot coming back around with the accountant of uh him asking marvelous for work you know to to do a job which is drop off fifty thousand dollars somewhere which is clearly illegal um right because if it sketch. wasn't, you would hire a courier. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is cheaper. <laughs> than like, or like, if it wasn't illegal, why couldn't you just wire or transfer the money? Pay the fee. Mm-hmm. 
Like, get over it. Sending cash for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, you know, they end up accusing Marvelous of stealing the money. Of course he didn't. He's an upstanding mm-hmm. man. Of course he didn't. Right. But what I didn't get here is how Reggie's character was also involved with this scheme to get Marvelous caught up. And like, yeah. how did he convince their financial guy to like, get marvelous to do i mean obviously yeah. it's because they think marvelous is like he's a pawn he's just like he's a homeless man so like who cares about his future yeah. but like what what is your connection to say i'm gonna just like throw marvelous his life away is it just because he's homeless and i don't care about him or do you they didn't explain if like reggie and uh william the financial guy had yeah. some kind of like secondary plot it just kind of happened you know that's the one thing that's you're right that's the one thing that's not super fleshed out um yeah. which is exactly what is william's relationship to everybody and like do yeah. alina and latanja work together are they because it seemed like alina it seemed like that's latanja's office alina yeah. works for like PR no no she does she does photography or like marketing like stuff like that okay because when it opened up Alina is like the she's doing a cover shoot or something oh she's a model that's what she a model okay she was a model because I was like in the movie she was like no I just do print and commercial I don't do okay I missed that detail got it yeah she's a model okay that makes sense then why she that makes sense why she's hanging out with latanja but it doesn't make sense while latanja's going to her financial meetings like are they partners? Yeah, like are they business partners yeah and if yeah. so because if she's a model then her business definitely doesn't have anything to do with her acting boyfriend um right anyway i, I didn't get that part either but you know yeah. you have to suspend your belief because um, they kind of they make it seem that um William Aaron's character is kind of slimy because he brings like a mm-hmm. opportunity to them to invest in privatized prisons, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh hell no, I'm not doing that." So I was like, "Okay, this guy is just trying to make money any other kind of way. Doesn't matter how you get the money." But yeah. like his then later, you know, story to set up Marvelous to illegally drop off fifty thousand dollars somewhere didn't yeah. really connect. Like we, I get he's slimy in some way, yeah, but. And I don't know why the movie wanted me to question um, Marvelous because if they didn't Mm. want me to question him, they would have gave me a scene of him actually delivering the money. But they gave me a scene of him picking up his friends, um, Mm -hmm. who I trust wholeheartedly. His friends seem like upstanding gentlemen, Um, though homeless. They seem upstanding to me. Um, So, but the movie didn't tell, didn't show me Marvelous doing the right thing, even though I know he did. Yeah. That was off for me, it, and it seemed kind of unnecessary. But I guess yeah. So that's my one gripe slash misunderstanding with the yeah. movie that was overall just kind of a feel good flick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, they end up together, of course. And I only have t- like one note just about character. I think mm-hmm. well, number one, the movie would have been more interesting if it was from Marvelous's perspective. I'd rather watch a story about a downtrodden man coming up and finding love somehow through that but Mm -hmm. mostly him coming up and the love be the b plot i'd rather see that than watch a woman marry a broke nigga we see too many movies like that Uh, (laughs) i just i'm tired i'm more down um yeah and second this movie doesn't do it doesn't do a great job of really showing me the motivations of the characters because halfway Mm. through the movie i'm like okay but what does alina want she reminded exactly. me a lot of the protagonist from love.com who's just kind of mm. drifting mm-hmm. like whatever things just happen to 
the protagonist. The, the right, protagonist. Right. She's not really an active player in her life. <laughs> like, you know, she, because after Marvelous gets caught up, she goes right back to Reggie. For back what to, reason? Yeah. He's terrible. Well, then I guess maybe her motivation is, it's not clear, but maybe it's to find true love. So she thinks that, you know, even though Marvelous is this homeless man who she wouldn't usually date, they have a connection and she wants to build upon that to get that love she's looking for. But when it comes out or she believes that Marvelous is somehow this slimy guy, she goes back and thinks, you know, maybe Reggie isn't that bad. At least he don't be stealing. That's probably my true love. That's true. That's plausible. They didn't show us that, though. All right. <laughs> Overall, still a fine movie. I'd probably watch this movie again, too, like, to be honest. like, And also, I mentioned her earlier. Shout out to my sister. She actually, like, she recommended we put this movie on our list a few months ago. Um, oh, did she? So I'll let her know we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. She need to listen to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Now, Cindy, I have a question to ask you. This one might be tough. Yeah. Who came to act? This one actually was kind of tough um there's some there's some good actors uh in this movie but as always only one can be nominated each week for our highly coveted who came to act award this week i would like to nominate mr amin joseph for the who came to act award i think he really brought it shout out to you mr joseph the recipient of this week's nomination all right. I accept that on his behalf. He did great. I was I, yeah. I liked him in this movie. So all right. And of course, as always, Evergreen. Shout out to you, Mark Harris. We we appreciate yeah. the work you do. All right. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCC Pod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. We can put, I want to put something in here, but uh, let's put it towards the end of the episode, like in the blooper credits, but I do want to bring this up. Um, You know, you know, as a preteen, early pubescent person he was in uh some of the the zane chronicles um that used to come on tv late at night and i don't think he wants to talk about that part of his oh maybe he doesn't okay yeah because i'm just saying he was flipping and rubbing and and all of that what monique said you can't calm yourself down (laughs) (laughs) and i just i remember that from a from a a, a, at a younger age and i just you know i didn't realize it actually until this movie and i said he looked kind of familiar then i looked at his uh filmography and that came up so uh, where is zane at (laughs) where is you at girl that's when the world needed you most (laughs) not for real right we is all in the house right now (laughs) yeah because as many as many of these uh black writer producer you know multi-hyphenates out here it's one of them who would love to to produce a a zane limited series or a a movie who who would do that like somebody young, somebody fresh. If Melina mm. did that, Melina Masukas, if she directed that, that would be hot. That'd be sexy. It would be. She would do it that would good. be very sexy because she get the colors right. She's very good at mm-hmm. that. It'd be real saturated and like, ugh, yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you wanted it to be a mess, you could get bleep bleep to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> Starring bleep bleep from the UK. Oh God, no! 